Welcome to Audit Bites, the show where we give you bite-sized chunks of information and education to help you excel in your audit career. Join our host, Robert Berry, as we tackle another tough auditing topic this week. Good morning, good morning, friends, friends. How are you guys doing today? Listen, welcome to episode number 14, 14, wow, of Audit Bites. Today's topic, every auditor should study psychology. So let me just remind you, Audit Bites is the first, the very first live show where we talk about, well, (laughs) auditing. We're available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. So why don't you go over there and give us a five-star rating because, well, I think we're worth it. Now, you can also get CPE just for watching me. Go to auditbytes.com to, 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 to know and see more. Again, that is auditbytes.com. So look, guys, lately I've been doing a lot of training for IA chapters. So if you're a chapter and you need a kick-butt trainer, just give me a call. Send me a message on LinkedIn. Give me a call. Today's topic, though. Every auditor should study psychology. Now, listen, I know that sounds real crazy, right? An auditor trying to study psychology. Why would you want to do that? But have you ever been sitting in a meeting and you looked around and you thought to yourself, everyone in here is just bat, you know what, crazy? Sure you have. Thousands of auditors have sat in meetings and have been a part of presentations. And you've had some clients who, instead of acknowledging the issues, they went out on the attack. And they began to attack, guess who? You. Now, stunned, you were trying to figure out what went wrong. In the meantime, your control environments were getting weaker and weaker in your organization. So the question I have for you guys is what happens when your audit clients are, well, crazy? What happens? We'll discuss that in this episode. So we'll talk about why every auditor should study psychology and how it can help you better understand irrational client behaviors. So again, why every auditor should study psychology. For those of you watching, listening in the chat, I'm just wondering, do you study psychology at all? And does it help you with your audit clients? So here, let me tell you guys a story. So I remember this one organization that I was working for. And uh, what happened was there was a rift between line-level workers and executive management. That's always where it starts, right? So the line-level workers, they were tired. They were tired of the nonsense that was happening in the organization. And so what they did was they brought us a bunch of evidence showing that things were not operating as they should, showing that things were missing, showing that there were things that were violating federal, even state laws, rules, and regulations. So what did we do? We compiled all this evidence and we took it to the executive management team thinking, okay, here's something that's wrong. We're getting into trouble here and we need to do better as an organization. We took it to the executive management team and you know what they did? They corrected everything that was going wrong. No, that's not what happened. What they did was they started to ridicule me. They started to ridicule the the messenger. So imagine my shock. I gave them evidence that something critical in the company was was not operating appropriately. There were some items that were missing. There were some laws that were being broken. And one of the things that they said was, how dare you accuse us of stealing? 
I didn't accuse them of anything. I just provided documentation that showed what was happening. The next thing they said was, hmm, the person that you're accusing of stealing could never do anything like this. She's an upstanding member of the community. She's one of our church members and we love her dearly. Okay. The next thing they said was you are a liar. So I was a liar and I was demonizing some church going person at the company. Now, at the end of the day, this person was doing something bad and the evidence showed that this person was doing something bad. So what happens when your clients are just bat, you know what, crazy? What happens when they can't logically process a situation and come to terms with what's happening? What do you do as an auditor? This is where I think psychology comes into play, because oftentimes what we do is we think that the facts alone will help to present our case. We think that if we gather the facts and we just present them in a logical fashion, that people will see the same thing that we see. But most of us are emotionally led and we run off of our emotions more than we do off of logic, ration, and reason. Now, I think the fact that we can actually think logically and endure all of the name calling, all of the pressure that some clients try to put upon us, it makes us as auditors some pretty freaking awesome folks. Now, I say that to say we're very awesome people. What I would like for you guys to do is go to awesomeauditors.club and leave me your email address. The reason I want you to leave me your email address is because I'm starting some new initiatives to help us deal with the psychological aspects of dealing with clients, to teach us how to be better assertive as auditors and to teach us those soft skills that we need to know. Drop me your email address and I'll send you emails periodically to help you advance in your career. Now, I ask the question, what happens when sometimes our clients may be a little crazy? Again, I think that we should learn to study psychology, but let me give you an example of what I mean by that. Let's not forget episode number five of Audit Bites, where we saw that there was a culture of fear at Western Washington University after the auditors were fired and it prompted a bunch of lawsuits and resignations. You see, the auditors found something that was wrong. They then reported it to management within the organization. The management team got mad and, well, got rid of the chief auditor, not once, but twice, a second chief auditor. The local news outlet actually did some digging because when you work for a university, everything is open to public record. And what they found was evidence that substantiated what the auditor found. Now, did that university go back and apologize to those auditors? No. Did those auditors get their jobs back? No. So how can that be that you had factual evidence that pointed to wrongdoing? The auditors were let go from the organization. A news outlet found that something was wrong substantiated the auditor's claim, no apology or nothing for the auditors. Well, that happens because people are emotional. People do irrational things when their back is against the wall. And Corey, my man, I see that you're back again, huh? Barbados is back in the house. Corey was here at my uh, earlier podcast live show from this morning. So, Thank you guys for joining me on this episode of Audit Bites. And what we're talking about now is why auditors need to study psychology. So I was just telling everyone about a situation where we found that an organization was doing something wrong and then they blamed, guess who? Me. I also reminded everyone of episode five where there was a culture of fear at Western Washington University. And I attribute the things that happened 
in our profession to the fact that our clients are oftentimes irrational, not just our clients. We as people are oftentimes irrational. So what can you do when you think that your clients are crazy? There are a few things that we can do, and I'm going to give you five points. But before I give you five points, here's what I'm going to say. The biggest part of our job is really being able to interact and engage with people. We really have to understand the art of asking questions and we have to do it well enough to where people will know, like and trust us enough to, well, give us the information that we need to do our jobs. Now, to help you with that, I've written a book called Ask Better Questions, Get Better Answers, Perform Better Audits. It is a top selling book on Amazon and it is all about the art of asking questions while auditing. It's Christmas time. Pick up a copy for your favorite auditor because everyone has a favorite auditor in their life. Now, if you're listening, drop into the chat for me. Who is your favorite auditor? Alexandria is here. Alexandria is my favorite RN. Good morning, Alexandria. How are you this morning? Hopefully all is well with you. Now, I just said it is Christmas time, you guys. So you can go out and get my book and learn how to ask better questions, or you can get your auditor some favorite merchandise. How about an I Love Audit shirt or an awesome auditor shirt? So this morning on Audit Bites, what we're talking about is why every auditor needs to study psychology. Honestly, every human being needs to study psychology because we as humans don't respond the way that you expect us to when things happen, especially for audit professionals. Again, we find that something's going wrong in an organization and we present it to management. And what happens? We get attacked. Is it unfair? Yes. However, there are certain things that you need to know and or do to protect yourself, which leads me to my first point. So my first point is you need to look at the initial response to resistance. So when you tell management that something is going wrong in the organization, how they first respond should be a big clue to you as to how you should proceed. You see, a lot of people do what I call ad hominem arguments. Those are always a red flag. What is an ad hominem argument? When they start name calling you, when they say, how dare you present this information? How dare you accuse someone of stealing? You see, we're just the messengers. We can control the message that we deliver to people, but we can't control their response. Let me repeat that again. We can control the message that we deliver to people, but we cannot control their response. So it's up to us to make sure that we deliver the message in an effective manner. We, we should not be mean, we should not be rude, but we should be factual. But how the other party responds, that's what's on them. So don't take ownership of someone else's irrational behavior. When you deliver bad news to someone and they take it badly, if you deliver it in a constructive manner, don't you take ownership of someone else's rude behavior towards you. You don't deserve that, my fellow audit professionals. So that's my first point. My second point is don't try to convince anyone of anything. Do not try to convince anyone of anything. The data and the facts that you present should speak for themselves. As a matter of fact, uh, some people who are a whole lot smarter than me have done some research on this. And what they say is 95% of our thoughts come from our subconscious mind. So what people do is they take the things that they already believe and they try to make them true. When you introduce evidence that's contradictory to what they believe, they will search for that confirmation bias. They will search to try and confirm what it is that they already believe. They will search for confirmation of what it is they already believe. So my second point, don't try to convince anyone of anything. It's pointless. They're not going to believe you if they don't want to believe you. So 
Every auditor should study psychology. My first point is look at the initial response to whatever it is that you deliver. People who come at you in an antagonistic and mean manner don't deserve your attention. Second thing is don't try to convince anyone of anything. You cannot. 90% of our thoughts come from our subconscious brain. Now, my third point is stay focused on the facts. You see, our job is simply to be storytellers. We go out, we ask a bunch of questions. Based on the questions, we gather documentation and we draw conclusions based on facts and evidence, not feelings. While we do need to consider our clients' feelings, that should not be the compass that you allow to guide your auditing activities. Stay focused on the facts. All you have going for you is the objective truth. Now, as you're telling the objective truth, there will be sometimes people who will demonize you and who won't believe you, but you don't sway your story just because someone doesn't like what you're saying. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Jesse Smollett case out of Chicago where this young man claimed to have been attacked by some people. After he claimed to be attacked, it turns out that he actually hired some Nigerians to attack him and he staged the whole thing. But throughout the entire trial, he was declaring his innocence. And because people liked him because he was a famous actor, they believed what this man was saying, even though the evidence pointed to something that was the opposite. Can you believe that? If you hadn't seen it, go look up the case. It's quite amazing. For over a year, he was able to lie and say that, well, he didn't do it. And as the evidence mounted, he still said that he didn't do it when we all know that he did it. Could you imagine if you changed your story to, to, to agree with him just because you liked him as an actor? No, stay focused on the facts, my audit professionals. That's all you have is the objective truth and your integrity within that. So why should auditors study psychology? Because it helps keeps you keeps you grounded in the truth. So my fourth fourth point is psychological safety is your savior. You see, you need to protect your mental health at all costs. Oftentimes when you bring things forward in organizations, people will try to dissuade you from telling the truth. They'll even make threats on your job and your career. Now, do you want to placate to someone just to save your career? Your moral compass is not pointed in that direction. It's pointed in the right direction. So you need to find an organization that provides you with lots of psychological safety and don't let anyone mentally abuse you in the workplace. It happens a lot to audit professionals and I'm surprised at how much it happens. I've talked to a lot of people across the globe, especially this year during the pandemic, who need a lot of help. They're finding things that are going awry in organizations and they are being demonized. They are being called names. It's not fair to you, my fellow audit professionals, and you don't have to put up with that nonsense. Let me say that again. You don't have to put up with that nonsense. Every auditor should study psychology so that you can understand what's happening when you're faced with these crazy situations. So now, the first thing you need to do is look at the initial response that people give you. People who attack you personally and not the issue are no good for you. Don't engage with them. Second thing you need to do is don't try to convince anyone of anything. 95% of our thoughts come from our subconscious mind. The third thing you have to do, my fellow auditors, is stay focused on the facts. That's all you have are the facts. Fourth thing that you need to do is look for psychological safety because that's going to be your savior. Look for your mental health, your mental well-being in the workplace. Do not let clients mentally or verbally abuse you. Now, the fifth and the final thing that I want you to do is, if you see something, say something. Now, there's a caveat with that. You need to understand that every action has a consequence. Let me say that again. Every action 
has a consequence, even silence. Let me explain what I mean by that. Imagine how the employees at Boeing feel right about now. And if you don't know about the Boeing story, let's talk about it for a minute. There have been a series of Boeing jets that have just crashed and killed hundreds of people. Now, it turns out that there were people in the organization who actually knew about the malfunctioning part that caused the planes to crash. Can you imagine how they feel right now because they remain silent? It's the same thing with our jobs. We see a lot of crazy crap day in and day out. Those of us who work in the medical profession that are auditors, we see things that could impact people's lives. They could either save lives or end in death. If we remain silent, there's a lot at stake with the jobs that we do as internal auditors. So every auditor should study psychology. It is important for your mental health and your mental well-being that you study psychology so that you can have a decent understanding of what's happening when you're going through some crazy crap in the workplace. Because believe me, the stories that I've heard, many of us auditors have gone through some crazy crap in the workplace. Now, after you gather all your facts and get everything together, the other thing you're going to need to know is how to influence people. And I don't mean be manipulative. I mean, learn how to influence people to get them to see the facts that you're seeing and to come to the same conclusions that you've come to when you've drawn your evidence, evaluated everything, and presented your case to management. Now, why do I have this graphic up here, you're wondering? Because I have a course that teaches you how to do just that. I have an introductory course. It's called Introduction to Influencing While Auditing. If you go over to my website, it's a one-hour course. It's $50, very reasonably priced, but it's your introduction to learning how to influence people because, believe it or not, everything you do is about influencing some behavior. Now, hopefully you're using those influencing powers for good, but... As internal auditors, we need to understand psychology because people in the workplace don't behave the way that you think that they should behave when presented with information that contradicts what they believe. Now, my favorite RN says, stay focused on the facts. Yes, have boundaries and protect yourself. Now, I'm sure RNs know about that, too, because there are battles that they have to fight as well. So for my friends who are auditing professionals, I want to thank you for joining me on this episode of Audit Bites. Again, I like for this show to be very short, very informative. And today's topic, today's topic was an important one because it was. Every auditor should study psychology. You see, in our career field, we see crazy crap. Sometimes we leave meetings wondering what just happened. But once you start to understand human behavior, you'll start to understand why your clients behave the way that they behave sometimes. You'll start to understand that, well, they're just human and they're behaving the way way that humans behave. (laughs) Alexandria says, thank you. You're quite welcome. Liza, howdy from Texas. Howdy, Liza. I'm here as well in Texas right now for a short period of time. Grant is here. Grant, good to see you, my man. Grant says, agreed. Grant, you've been doing this for a while, too, so I'm pretty sure you've seen some crazy stuff. We've all seen some crazy stuff. And I think historically what we would do is we would question ourselves. We'd sit here and look at all the documentation we put together, look at all the audit work that we've done, and we would start to question ourselves, knowing that the truth is sitting right there in front of us. So what I'm going to do is go over the points that we had for today 
one last time for everyone because auditors need to study psychology. But the reason that you want to study psychology is so that you can process crazy behaviors that you see coming from your audit clients. First thing, look at their initial response to the resistance. Are they engaging in, a, in ad hominem arguments? Do they attack you and not the case that you're presenting? The second thing is don't try to convince anyone of anything. Why? Because, well, some people a whole lot smarter than me have done the research and they have concluded that 95% of our thoughts come from our subconscious mind. Third thing I want you to do is stay focused on the facts because that's all you have are the facts. Now, people will lie on you. People will use emotional tactics to try and get you to change your mind or to try to get other people to go against you. However, you need to stay focused on the facts because that's all you have. Seek psychological safety in your organization. If there is none there, then you need to switch organizations. If you work for an organization that doesn't care about your mental health and well-being, go work somewhere else. Seriously, don't hang on to the job no matter how much money it is because the money is not worth your mental well-being. And my fifth point is, if you see something, say something, but just realize that every action has a consequence. Saying something has a consequence and saying nothing has a consequence. So my friends, Thank you for joining me on this episode. Go over to my website, thatauditguy.com, to hear past episodes of this podcast as well as the Friday Fraudster podcast where we break down fraud cases. Also, while you're there, go ahead and purchase some CPE. They start relatively inexpensive because, well, this is just a fun show that we do and we figure if we can offer you CPEs for it, why not? So you can go to auditbytes.com to hear more about this podcast fridayfroster.com to hear more about the Friday Froster podcast or just that auditguy.com if you think you'd like to see me doing training for your organization, for your local Institute of Internal Auditors chapter, or just uh, anybody you think needs some sort of training. I like to keep these sessions short. So again, thank you guys for joining me. And Grant says, I've seen more crazy than I care to admit. You're right. Our responsibility to help organizations change for the better, that requires understanding people and nudging them in the right direction. That's right. Auditors have to exercise some sort of influence. Most of us don't believe that. But when we talk about influence, most of us think about like Kim Kardashian or something like that. Um, not really that kind of influence. But again, thank you guys for joining me. I look forward to the next episode. See you guys next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Audit Bites. If you want to do more, see more, be more, check out our website at auditguy.com where you will find quality training. Audit merch. Yes, we have hats, shirts, and other apparel, as well as past copies of this podcast and the Friday Frogster podcast. www.thatauditguy.com. Thanks for joining us.